If only life were a straight path to our desired destination, wouldn't life be so much easier? Yeah, maybe. But those unexpected zigzags in our path teach us that life's tough struggles have greater purpose than we ever imagined. Stories and strategies are our focus for season four. Zigzag in One host, Melanie Brown, chats with courageous women who share their stories of encountering zigzags and how they fought to overcome them. Be assured their stories will inspire and encourage you. But we know warm and fuzzy feelings aren't enough to equip you to fight those challenging zigzags in your path. So this season, our guests are joining us for another episode to share strategies, mindsets, and habits that strengthened and empowered them during their toughest seasons. Join us in declaring, zigzags may interrupt our path, but they will not detour us. We will keep moving forward. the Zigzag in One podcast. I am excited to have my guest Sharon Richardson join me again. Last week, I shared her story interview titled, The Sooner You See the Blessing, The Sooner You Receive It. If you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to check out episode 55. Her daughter Paige has indeed been a blessing to Sharon and all who know her. Today, Sharon and I chat about a poem that was given to her during those first few challenging weeks after Paige's birth. Paige's health struggles were not what she was expecting, but the words in that poem challenged Sharon to consider that there was still something beautiful in who God made Paige to be. In fact, Sharon declared Paige was a gift. Please join my conversation with Sharon Richardson. I'm excited for my guest, Sharon Richardson, to join me again. If you didn't catch her interview, make sure you go back and check that out because it will help you understand why this mindset is so important to her. We'll touch on it, but it's extremely important for you to know the backstory in order to understand why this mindset is powerful. And it's something that is not just situational in that it's good for one type of situation or circumstance. Rather, it's a lifetime of keeping this mindset anytime you encounter a challenging or a difficult struggle or zigzag, you can rely on the mindset that we're about to talk to Sharon about. So welcome again, Sharon. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I enjoyed our first time together. So thank you for continuing on. I really loved this part of your book. How deep is your love when you were in the hospital for several weeks with your daughter who was born with multiple struggles? The outlook from the doctors, the prognosis was kind of dismal if you if you want to look at it that way. They weren't giving much hope to you or for her to live a normal life if there is such a thing as a normal life, right? Mm-hmm you came across a poem that we mentioned in the last episode called Welcome to Holland. I didn't read it then, but I'd like to read it now. 
it's very impactful as you think about being in a situation that you weren't prepared for. You had this picture in your mind of having a healthy child with no complications that would go home on day three and you would just go about your life. That didn't happen. This poem, Welcome to Holland by Emily Pearl Kingsley, gives us a glimpse into what it is like to have a child with disabilities, with struggles that will continue on throughout their lives. It's a perspective thing, as you mentioned in the last episode. I'm going to read it, and then we're going to chat about it. It says, I am often asked to describe the experience of raising a child with a disability to try to help people who have not shared that unique experience to understand it, to imagine how it would feel. It's like this. When you're going to have a baby, it's like planning a fabulous vacation trip to Italy. You buy a bunch of guidebooks and you make your wonderful plans. The Colosseum, the Michelangelo David, the gondolas in Venice. You may learn some handy phrases in Italian. It's all very exciting. After months of eager anticipation, the day finally arrives. You pack your bags and off you go. Several hours later, the plane lands. The flight attendant comes in and says, welcome to Holland. Holland, you say? What do you mean, Holland? I signed up for Italy. I'm supposed to be in Italy. All my life, I've dreamed of going to Italy. But there's been a change in the flight plan. They've landed in Holland, and there you must stay. The important thing is they haven't taken you to a horrible, disgusting, filthy place full of pestilence, famine, and disease. It's just a different place. So you must go and buy new guidebooks, and you must learn a whole new language, and you will meet a whole new group of people you would have never met. It's just a different place. A slower pace than Italy, less flashy than Italy. But after you've been there after a while and catch your breath, you look around and begin to notice that Holland has windmills and Holland has tulips. Holland even has Rembrandts. But everyone you know is coming and going from Italy and they're all bragging about what a wonderful time they had there. And for the rest of your life, you will say, yes, that's where I was supposed to go. That's what I had planned. And the pain of that will never, ever go away because the loss of that dream is a very, very significant loss. But if you spend your life mourning the fact that you didn't get to Italy, you may never be free to enjoy the very special the very lovely things about Holland. That is a powerful, powerful poem. My goodness, Sharon. No wonder it impacted you because I'm not even walking in your shoes. That poem has so many implications. Mm -hmm. What struck you most during those days when you had just read this poem you're processing it and still not even sure what was about to come down your pathway. It is about perspective. How did it shape and impact you? As I mentioned earlier, uh, people were trying to help and help me make sense of things. And 
receiving a lot of information. And when I read this poem, this poem seemed to make more sense to my situation. And when I was, what I was getting from the poem was, yeah, I had not planned on this, but it also said that Holland has pretty things and the tulips and the Rembrandts and the windmills. And so there was something about that that I just started thinking on, you know, and I go, well, then there's probably something beautiful here. So I started looking for the beauty and I started looking to see where my tulips are, where my Rembrandts are, where my windmills are. And so once I started actually seeing some of the beautiful things, it filled me up with joy. I was excited. And in fact, who wouldn't want to go to Holland, you know? And so I just started seeing it and I started hearing myself say, I didn't realize it until later, but people would come up and ask me, you know, where is this joy coming from? And I would hear myself saying, the sooner you see the blessing, the sooner you will receive it. So that's kind of my saying, the sooner you see the blessing, the sooner you will receive it. And so I feel like there was something about me always looking for the blessing. It's like, there's something good here. Let me see what that is. Let me get God's perspective on this and saying that she, my daughter Paige is a gift. So if she's a gift, she must be good because God gives good gifts. Yes. I love the idea. This one poem, this writer shared her thoughts about an experience that she had. It impacted you. You may have felt the way of the sooner you see the blessing, the sooner you'll receive it. You may have felt that way prior to having Paige, but it was highlighted in this poem, this poem points out, especially in that last line, this new place can be beautiful as well. It's not exactly what you thought it was going to be. You had planned for a certain something to happen. It's completely different. The perspective part is the beautiful part of this because I'm thinking this person in this poem is looking back going, that's not what I wanted. This is not what I planned. This is not, not, not. And the poem ends very succinctly saying, there are many beautiful things about Holland. And so when your child, your sweet page, now 31 years old, mm-hmm. it wasn't given much of a chance to live a healthy life. There was an opportunity for you to just dwell and live on the fact that this was not what you planned. And yet you saw the blessings. I can only imagine this philosophy, this mindset, this perspective has carried well with you throughout life. We continue to have circumstances that do not meet our expectations, that it wasn't what we planned a job layoff or a friendship falling apart or the love of your life, not continuing to be the love of your life. I mean, there are so many things that can happen in life. Tell me about a few times that you have fallen back on this perspective, this mindset and how that helped you to move forward. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that it's actually just the way I live now. So to actually think 
back and go, oh, I need to go back to the poem. I need to look at that perspective. I need to, you know, I don't live in that place. I just have constantly gone back to God now. Yes. And that's really more the go-to because back when Paige was born, I was, had been raised in the church, but I had really never had a relationship with God. And so I felt like he spoke to me when Paige was born for the first time, and maybe he had tried to before, but this is the first time that I really, it impacted me and it stuck. And you were listening. And I, yeah, I was listening and it impacted (laughs) me. It strengthened, it encouraged me, it moved me to joy. And so I was like, okay, so now I just constantly go, okay, God, what are you saying here? What do you see in this situation? You told me 31 years ago that Paige is a gift. So what are you saying in this situation? And how do you want me to move through this situation? And open my eyes to see, open my ears to hear. I want to know what you're saying to me in the situation. And, um, you know, I don't hear it all the time or right away, but, but that's my go-to. It's where I go to naturally now in my life is give me your perspective. You know, I know we didn't talk about this in, in the first segment of this, uh, but one chapter in my book is when I went through a divorce. Yes. Yes. I was being faced with a situation that was unexpected and not what I had planned. And, and yet I have Paige with me. She's sitting at a kitchen table waiting for her dad to come. You know, she has this internal clock. She knows that around this time, he's going to be coming up the driveway. He's going to be coming home. And what she didn't know that I knew is he was not, that was not going to happen. Once again, you know, it's not a good situation, but I'm like, God, I look at Paige and I'm like, it's really not even about me again, even though it is, how do I steward her heart? How do I steward her heart in this situation? to help her understand, to help her experience love, to help her continue to honor her dad. And, you know, and so I honored her dad. Yes. In that situation, because I felt like that's what God was saying for me to do is honor her dad. I would speak to her and just say, you know, I know your dad loves you or daddy loves you basically. And, you know, it was more about me getting out of the way and looking to the situation and somebody else. And maybe that's what it is a lot of times. It's getting ourselves out of the way. And you mentioned that in the first episode and I didn't stop and unpack that, but I, I do agree with you. I think sometimes to see the blessing, we have to get our fears or our hurt feelings or our anger out of the way. And then that opens the door for us to see the potential blessings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So with your divorce, to, to use the analogy of the poem, you were expecting Italy to continue. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, your flight, your plane completely derailed off the course and took off for Holland, and you were given a different destination. Yes. While that impacted you in the book, I noticed that that was not something that defeated you. 
while you are helping Paige get through that period, you are also employing this mindset, this perspective of looking for the blessing. Mm-hmm. And you were strengthening yourself by, by drawing closer to God and learning more about him and serving, which opened the door for a blessing to be in your future. Mm-hmm. So tell me about that blessing. Right. Yes. I do want to get to that blessing. But what did happen for me during that season, I will tell people that when I went through the divorce, I am actually who I am more today than I was prior to that time because of the amount of time and the amount of seeking God in that season for every single step of the way. And I was transformed. I was changed. I am not the same person because of the time that I spent seeking him for direction and his perspective. Yes, that is very much in line with our whole idea of zigzags and how that impacts our lives. Again, we can be upset about those zigzags and feel defeated and give up, or Mm -hmm. we can lean into that zigzag closer to God and seeking what it is that you're supposed to learn, how you're supposed to grow, how you are gaining wisdom, hopefully, during that time. And that's what happened. I know people have a hard time often when a zigzag is thrown into their path and it's not an easy thing. It's not like I'm trying to push that aside and say, oh, just get over it. We have to get past that hurt and that anger and that fear so that we can get to the point where we are learning the lessons and reaping the blessings that are often found only in a zigzag or a struggle. Right, right. And that's a hard place to get to. But once you get there and you see it, you're like, whoa, I didn't expect this. And Mm -hmm. again, this wasn't what I had planned. But wow, God, you knew what you were doing. How cool is that? Yes. And I I feel like because I was obedient during that season, God, you know, just blessed me. Um, I I even hear myself saying blessings follow obedience. But yes, yes. Love that. Yes. Yes. So he did bless me. Um, I, I knew I would marry again. Um, I wasn't seeking that because God was my amazing husband during my, what I call my season of singleness with Paige. And so I didn't lack for anything during that season, but he did bless me and I did remarry, but I do want to tell you there's a, you know, a lot of testimony in that, but I do want to share one thing. During my quiet time with God one time, I was having this conversation saying, God, I know I'm going to get married again. And I know I'm going to take this person's last name, but there's a little sadness in my heart that my last name will be different than Paige's. And, you know, yet I've been here with Paige. I've stewarded her life. I've, you know, stood by her. I've done all this. And now I'm going to be taking different names. I felt like God was saying, well, have you forgiven him? Like Paige's dad. And I was checking my heart to make sure if I had or not. And I'm like, yeah, I've forgiven him. But this is just a, a longing in my heart, you know, a little sadness. Only wanted to date the person that God had for me. And I didn't want anybody to have access to me except the one time moved forward it was it was months years later and 
things started changing with my in my heart and I told people I feel like something's changing in my heart he must be coming and sure enough that was like May June well around August is when I met somebody that was able to approach me I found it interesting that they were able to approach me and have conversation with me and this happened a couple of times and I have just received this his first name and then I find a friend request on social media, you know, so I look and I hear, I read it and it says, first of all, I'm like, who is this? And I go, oh, it's that guy that's been able to approach me. And now he's <laughs> out me on social media and he's written cool name. And I'm going, cool name. What is this? And so I look at it and I'm like, I am not believing this. And I'm reading it and he has the same last name as me. I love that story I, in your book. Just like, oh my goodness, God. And so obviously, you know, nine months later, we're married. And it wasn't until after we got married that I told him about the desires of my heart having the same last name, because I never wanted it to be part of our courtship or whatever, if you would call it that. But Pressure, um, pressure. Yes, yes, it was never that. So it was afterwards that I should, I was able to share the deep desires of my heart that God fulfilled. I think that is so beautiful and so like God. There's no denying that he was orchestrating that and put that blessing in your life. Put not that blessing, but Tommy as, right, right. as yes. a blessing. That is just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yes. Let's talk about anything else that you have encountered doesn't have to be a relationship. It could be something small on the scale of things, but how that idea of the sooner you see the blessing, the sooner you'll receive it. Maybe even the, do you have an example of when you shared that with somebody else in their life when they were facing a circumstance or a zigzag that was difficult? It's so interesting. I feel like I'm such an encourager and I see things now from a different perspective. It's like when I speak with people and friends, I can see their blessing <laughs> and it's like, I can see it and I can impart that and I can encourage them in it because I see it, that it's a faith that I'm building within people. Um, and it's nothing that I'm even trying to make up or stir up. I can feel it in me. Because yes. it's so strong inside of me, my eyes have just been open to see these blessings. I think the, the thing, the key is everybody has challenges. Everybody has life events. Um, I remember having a, a, a friend at church one time. Things fell apart, and I never expected it to be a church friend. And so I really, without getting into the whole story, but I was really taken back and words that were spoken and the way I just, I was like, whoa, where did that come from? And I just remember getting out of the, the car and coming at the house and just walking through the house going, I know you're in the middle of this, God. I know you're in the middle of this, God. I know you're in the middle of this. You know, I may not see it right now, but I know you're faithful. I know you're going to turn this around. And I just kept declaring that. And I just know it. I know it. I know you're going to show me. I know you're going to make this right. And I think, you know, even though I say the sooner you see the blessing, the sooner you'll receive it. I don't know that it always starts. You don't always see the blessing right away. Oh, no, absolutely yeah. not. 
Right. And you don't get the perspective right away, but I feel like God gives you the next step. Yes. And, and, so and the faith that yeah. something yeah. as you, as you were praying in this situation, yeah. you were praying, I know you're doing something. And yeah. that is projecting that blessing that it's coming. Yes. You may not see it yet. Yeah. You know, it's coming. Yes. And so then it's like, okay. And then you feel like, okay, I feel like I'm supposed to do this. This makes sense. This lines up with your word. This lines up with who your character is and how you want me to move in this situation. And so as I get direction, then I know how to step into that next thing. And as I step out, then I start, you know, more of the mosaic gets revealed. Or the jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Another piece of the puzzle. Yes. The jigsaw. Yeah. And so, and then, because a lot of times it's not right away. You don't see the blessing right away, but you, you step in it, believing that there is a blessing and you are going to get a different perspective. And as you seek him, you will find him and he will, you know, just trust him and he will show you something. He will give you a glimpse um, to strengthen and encourage you to take you to the next, just to keep moving until you get more. And then you're going, Oh my goodness, look at that. That's amazing. Look at the blessing that I got. You know, I may have been in the middle of a fire, but I'm on the other side and I don't even smell like smoke. Yes, I love that. It's just believing that there is a blessing in the situation and contending for it, holding on to it. I think what you just shared is so important to keep in mind is the faith component and believing that there is a blessing, especially when we are faced with that unplanned. I had this expectation, whatever it is, and it's not going according to plan. And you are diverted to Holland. You're looking at Holland and you're saying, I don't see it yet, but I know it's coming. I don't see it yet, but I know that blessing is coming. Yeah. That belief. And I think it comes from God did it before and God's going to do it again. I recently had some health issues, unexpected health issues, had to have surgery. And one of the nurses was asking me about it. And I said, this was not on my plan, not at all. But I know that God has gotten me through so many amazing things and brought so many blessings out of it that as crazy as this is, he's going to do it again. That's right. Yes. Absolutely. Well, Sharon, I am so glad that you had the time for us to have this discussion about your mindset. It is a mindset that will carry anyone through the rest of their lives. Thank you, my friend. You're welcome. You're welcome. I enjoyed our time together. Well, we are going to have to wrap it up. So (laughs) I wonder if you would send us off again. Oh, I'd love to. Yes. Until next time, with life zigzags, keep moving forward. Yes. Keep moving forward in faith.